From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. James, we're in for another great show, and we actually have a listener joining us today. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing what Stephen has to say, and uh, this should be a good one. So uh, Stephen and I have connected on the higher ed uh, Slack group, and we actually got to meet in person at Infocom as well. So it's great to actually be able to bring him in and get his uh, viewpoint on some of these topics. So Stephen Peacock from Texas State, uh, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. So uh, one of the things we like to ask people uh, who are our guests uh, or, or how did you come about finding out about this and what particularly keeps you listening? Because James and I are really committed to making this podcast about the listeners and about building community amongst programmers. Yeah, I, uh, like James mentioned, I found the show through uh, higher ed AV Slack channel and uh, had seen you speak at Infocom in the past, Steve. And, uh, you know, always looking for new places to hear different points of view from different programmers, uh, see how other people are doing things and trying to learn what I can learn from whoever's out there who's willing to share and hopefully be able to share a little bit with other folks and help, help those that have helped me. Wonderful. That pretty much hits it right on the mark. Is there um, anything in particular that you've heard that you thought either uh, was unique to this, this type of a discussion or uh, would be something that you have passed on to, to other people? Um, I've only been able to pass on like little tidbits here and there. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the big picture things have been nice to hear and kind of confirm some of the practices we've been using. Um, always nice to hear about other folks doing the same thing, starting to get into, you know, large scale or templated systems as opposed to a bunch of one-offs or things like that. Uh, kind of one of the things I've picked up or finding the value in those sorts of things. So, so more so about uh, programming approach and strategy than actually the right writing of the code, but they, they kind of go hand in hand sometimes. So yeah. James, um, you and I talked a little bit about um, you know when we were um, having Stephen come on and and um, uh, one of the things that one of the ideas came up uh, was how do you handle being the the top person in your organization when it comes to programming and and I I, I wanted to see if you could talk a little bit about this and then um, maybe. Uh, see Stephen's approach to how he handles it within his organization, because it, it sounds like you both are, are like really the experts at what you do in, in your uh, particular um, school or, and, and for anybody who's, who's uh, an in-house or, or even a, a uh, could, could be an independent or, or an integrator programmer, uh, many I think could relate to being in that situation. Oh, yeah. So that I think is one of the drawbacks I feel like with my expertise 
in my area is because I don't have a coworker or someone to bounce ideas off of when I'm stuck. Um, but everyone's coming to me or I'm sure Steven's the same way as the program and going, well, we need the system to do this. Can it do this? We need to do this and we need to do that. Can you guys do this? And it does put a lot of pressure on you because I mean, someone like me, we want to do the best for our students as we can. So we want to provide every resource we can so our students can get the education they need. But sometimes that's a lot of pressure and a lot of stress if you don't have someone to be able to help you out uh, and lean on. And sometimes you fall back into your, uh, um, what the word I'm looking for, your mundane and you stick with what you know and you don't grow and advance because you are too busy just trying to keep your head afloat. So is that something that you could relate to Steven? And is there, do you have any? Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely have to kind of work hard and reach out there. Um, You know, it, like you said, it can be sort of a lonely position if you don't have a direct peer to say, Hey, I did this. How would you do it? Or do you think this is possible? Uh, Kind of have to look out to the broader world to see where you can find those. I know there are a bunch of, this podcast has been an example, just hearing the things that I've heard, uh, seeing the different folks out there that are willing to share their information. Uh, There's some Slack groups, other social media forums and groups where you can sort of get out there and try to speak to others and ask them, you know, uh, bounce ideas off and then find code wherever you can, you know, pull down someone's GitHub or thing like that. And take a look at how other people are doing things just to try to keep your, you know, a high tide raises all ships and try to work with that sort of thing. So do you find that you're doing that when you're hit with the challenge or just in general, just try, trying to be more uh, broaden your, your, your mind to, to new ideas or different ways of doing things? Personally, I do both. Um, always looking to try to make sure I'm not becoming stagnant or just doing the same thing over and over. And like like James mentioned, you know, being able to best serve my students and my clients to be able to to always get better for them. But then also, there's a lot of times where I've had a problem or an issue, and you might have to go out there and take a look and say how did you do X? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm having a really hard time with this. So it kind of pops up in both places. So James, do you, or do you have any, any, any thoughts that, you know, aside from what we're doing, of course, um, what that you could, you could recommend there. And is there, um, or do you know what others might be doing that, that, uh, are are people have had success with i i don't know if this is new or it's always been this way but i do feel there are more sharing and more resources out there like we have our podcast here that helps the slack group i mean just what the other day uh someone in there posted that they were looking for a new way of controlling devices 
to make it more secure. And someone did point them in the right direction. And then you got all these Facebook groups and stuff out there. So I think the resources are out there and they've always been there. I just think the people are more willingly seeking that information now. And maybe that's just me, but I, I do feel that um, I see that more often. People are seeking the information. And once you start seeking, and then you can start sharing. And then like Steve was saying, all rising ties raise all boats. Mm-hmm. So is the, ha, has this been a change in terms of people being more open to sharing? Has it been, has, has there been a um, less of, uh, I, I guess, holding things close to the vest and more openness, do, do you think? Or do you think, you know, is it, is it because people are seeing the value and, you know, give and take? I think that, um, again, with me being kind of new, but coming from the IT world, IT programmers have always been sharing. Um, they weren't really holding things closer chest. They're always out there sharing. In fact, I don't know if I mentioned this on this podcast or not, but I know my wife makes fun of me when I'm sitting there stuck on a code. Um, I'll Google it. And there's tons of resources out there. And she's like, you're just copying someone's code. You're not coding. I'm like, no, I know what I'm doing. I'm reading. I'm understanding. But I'm thinking AV starting to get that. And that's, I think, because you have folks coming from the IT world, the software developers coming into the AV, and you have less of those diehard AV folks who are holding everything to their chest. I think they are learning that they basically uh, painted themselves into a corner because they held everything to their chest. And now they got stuck and they're looking for help. And everyone's like, well, you didn't help me. I'm not helping you. Is yeah. it, would you, you want to uh, follow up on that, Stephen? Oh, yeah. No, the same sort of thing. I know. Definitely feel like the AV industry is growing and evolving into a more open and sharing environment. I know when I first started, everybody was very protective of their special sauce or their spin on how they're putting on things. You know, back to code ownership debates uh, quite a while ago, things like that. But now, you know, catching up with the rest of the world and finding the the value and more open and sharing information. You know, like James said, there's resources where you can go out and grab it. Uh, you know, at look, Google something, and it's not giving anything away. It's it's helping others and sort of sharing because you know it's. It's a very symbiotic relationship. You hmm. see more and more of that grow. It's a good way of looking at it. Do you, have you uh, ever had an experience of somebody who's uh, more of a junior person that can help figure out or provide some new insider ideas? Because it's interesting, you know, the the whole idea of you know mentoring, which is usually the person with more experience. But that, you know, so that's kind of mentoring down, but then there's also mentoring up where you can learn from somebody who is trying to learn from you. So it's, it's almost like a trade, but because they come at things from a different perspective, whether they're learning something newer because they're more fresh out of school or they're, they're more in tune with, with newer ways of doing things. Cause um, you, you experience could also breed 
habits, which we've talked about a little bit and, and kind of get getting set in your ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had that happen not too long ago. Uh, gave someone else on my team, a, a fairly tight functional spec of how things wanted to work, you know, how some buttons need to work, uh, on a basic push button controller and they came back and then we did a code review later and looked at the code and, uh, they were far more efficient than uh, I had been. And just out of convention, I kept doing the what I had always done, that what got me here. And that's really nice to sort of see and learn from someone else. He's like, oh, you know, this was their freedom. We both the systems did the same thing at the end of the day, but being able to look at that and say, oh, there's a different way to skin that cat, you know. That, really that's cool. great. I do talk, talk, talk a little bit about code review because that's one of the, we, we haven't had that discussed very much uh, on the show. And I think that that's a very valuable um, strategy and, and I could see where that could, could really present a lot of learning opportunities. Yeah. Um, try to get our programming group together on a regular basis. Um, and then sometimes have everyone bring their latest project. Uh, if you've had something you're working on, or if you had, if you had something, bring a problem to the group, you know, if you've got something novel or different that you're having some issues with, we'll bring it into the group and throw your code up where everyone can take a look at it and say, oh, hey, I see what you're doing here, or, oh, that's really cool, here's a different way. Uh, kind of a show and tell, we'd look through and validate the code at that point so everyone can see what's going on, how you did it discuss if someone else has a different or novel way to do it. Uh, it's helped us maintain some standards and also be able to sort of learn as a community together and share information. Takes a little bit of time, but we're seeing some payback in that. Uh, just growing as a group and adopting practices more quickly. Yeah, so it's not one guy in a corner who just figured out or solved a problem. It's now three of us that have solved a problem together. I like then, that a lot. Yeah, someone else, if you have to go troubleshoot someone else's code later, you've already seen it or had someone walk through it. So one, you know who did it, and two, you've been introduced to it or style or way of doing it. So it makes it a little faster if, heaven forbid, there was a mistake and someone else has to go clean it up. James, do you ever... Um, use something like that or have you would you see that being something that could be even um you know cro cross team where you can do a code review you know so so maybe you go outside of your organization and have your code reviewed um that i've i actually have not done anything like that but it definitely seems like a good resource um good way of learning and helping each other out the caveat to that though i think if we were to do that i would have to probably work with like someone like steve um or another higher ed institution who understands our end users because i do know like as i mentioned this in the past we i did send my code off to a integrator company because they need they were testing the equipment that they were going to install and their programmer 
didn't understand why we were doing what we were doing because they don't have that daily interaction with our users. But this was a normal conversation that we had in our Slack group of almost everyone doing the same way we were doing it. So it would definitely have to be, I think, sharing among uh, higher ed folks, but it definitely, I, I, I think that's a good idea and good uh, way of learning because I do know from my programming classes, and actually the one class I met my wife in, like <laughs> the teacher would throw up uh, the code when he was having a problem. And he always turned to me and goes, James, what's wrong with my code? And I have to look over and be like, oh, you're missing the semicolon here, or this is what's wrong there. <laughs> That's that's interesting. So I would I would actually say that it's possible that you could take the functionality out of the, the equation and just look at it from a code standpoint, which is it's kind of the reverse because what we're usually graded on is what how does it work? If it does it work, good. You know, not necessarily how how did you make it work? And you know, kind of like Stephen was saying, you find new ways of doing things that even though the two solutions get you to the same place, one is is probably preferred. Yeah, that's no, definitely, it's an interesting thing. Definitely uh, very interesting. And, any um, any, any uh, other insight you could provide there, Stephen? We're, we're probably getting ready to, to wrap um, with regard to either this or, or uh, you know, other discussions that you, you think are relevant to, to the conversation and the audience? Oh, oh. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, how could people get in touch with you and learn more about what you're doing? And uh, thank you for being on with us today. We appreciate your, your insight. Sure, you can uh, find me on LinkedIn, Stephen Peacock. And... Uh, I'm with Texas State University and Learning Spaces as our group. So if you want to sort of look around, you'll see that and see what we're actually doing as a group for the university. Wonderful. And James, another great show. Any, uh, anything that stood out to you today? And uh, then after that, just let everyone know how they can reach you. Uh, I mean, again, it's always great to uh, hear from our listeners and, um, uh, it's great getting the feedback from Steven and learning from the way he's doing things. Like even that code review, like every guest we had on here, I'm at least taking one nugget of information away. Um, so it's great. So thank you again, Steven, for coming on. Um, as always, you guys can find me on this podcast or my writing for the higher ed digital magazine. I do. Um, I'm on Twitter, AV underscore James king linkedin and you guys know how to find me wonderful and for me you can reach me at steve greenblatt on social media and i write for av network and also for my company blog at controlconcepts.net and uh, as well as the state of control which is an av nation podcast at avnation.tv and we talked about that and uh I appreciate everybody listening. Please uh, continue to provide us feedback and also reach out if you want to be a guest and you want to join the conversation. We'd be glad to have you. Um, If you don't know how to get to this podcast, you can find us on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, most uh, of the common platforms, but you can always reach out to us and 
uh, we, we definitely want to hear what you have to say and uh, look forward to keeping the conversation going. And that's all we have for today. And this has been Ask the Programmer.